What's up, y'all? Mike Boys back in the building, back with another episode of Champ Podcast. Here today with one of my good homies, one of my good pals, one of my good friends, Canada's very own J Cat Inc. I was going to say um, Toronto, but I'm like, nah, this nigga might not be from Toronto. I'm from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. How you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Besides this um, <clears throat> allergy coughing shit I got going on, I'm straight. I um. Weather pretty fair out here in Charleston today. I'm uh, I got my um, my new Nike slippers on, trying to make my feet less white. So, can my feet be ashy? <laughs> 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 I'll shut up my feet like a motherfucker this morning and put these new slippers on. I'm trying to get my feet tanner. Oh man, yeah, it's starting to get it's starting to get a little bit warm over here. The snow's gone. I think we got our last snowfall like last week, but the snow's gone. It snowed down here. I think maybe three yeah. weeks ago. Um, I wasn't here. I wasn't at the job I'm at now when it snowed. Uh, it snowed in like Spartanburg and um Greenville, I think. Excuse yeah. me. Like uh, South Carolina, when we get when we get snow, we ain't built for that shit. Like the last time it snowed when I was uh, last time it snowed in Charleston, I think it was mm-hmm. 2018 in January. Like we we broke the record for uh, I don't know how many inches, but I know that shit was like covered everywhere. The streets, it was like a winter wonderland, literally, and. Cabin fever set in because niggas couldn't leave the house and shit. Yeah, and now I gotta get rid from these niggas, man. This shit is annoying. That, like that's literally us every year. Yeah, I mean the snow fun, but it definitely get it get tired after like two days. It's like damn. Well, mm-hmm. <sighs> it's only people. bad when it affects like traffic. Yeah, niggas was still uh where I live. Niggas was still on the highway. Like they was like, man, fuck it. Like they was slipping and sliding on the interstate. Now it's oh like, yeah, man. it's it's like the worst experience when you're yeah. driving. Especially when you're driving in the snow, because you can't really compare, prepare for it, right? You just got to get off the highway and take the long roads. But yeah, I um, I uh, when I was going to a CVS to go get some uh, some medicine or some shit or some toothpaste, mm-hmm. I forgot which one. I forgot to um, I cleaned off all the snow off all pretty much majority of my car, but I forgot to clean it off off the roof of my car. <clears throat> yeah. So when I made an abrupt stop at a stop at a uh, fucking stop sign, like the fuck no at a stoplight, the fucking snow just. Woof, on the windshield, yeah. I was like, "Man, what the fuck?" And I had to park yeah. my shit and like, like move all that ice off before like niggas started beeping the horns at me and, I, and shit had you know shit started to pop off. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man. You know, one more thing about Canada too. Um, where's Niagara Falls at? Because I've been there before in high school. They, um, my band, my band, we went there for uh spring break. Um, mm-hmm. in my junior year of high school, we saw some black squirrels. But we was, but we was, uh, where Niagara Falls at? Where's Niagara Falls? Niagara Falls is like two hours, I believe, west, northwest of Toronto. We were staying it's in like some the borderline. Yes, yeah, yeah. the, the borderline of uh, New York, right beside Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. So we, if you want to go to Buffalo, you got to go through Niagara. Yeah, because we crossed through Buffalo in the beginning at first, and then um, like we stayed. We stayed in some popular tourist resort that's near near Niagara. Um, yeah. I forgot the name of that shit. It was um. Anyway, I, I forgot the name of it. I asked one of my homeboys about it later because we was all there together in high school. But mm-hmm. yeah, man. Um, so go ahead, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah. So I've just been I've been doing art for about started early, like high, early high school. Went to went to school for art maybe around like nineteen eighteen. Went to college for it. Don't do that if you're an artist. <laughs> um, don't do that at all. Don't do that. Yeah, there's just way, there's way more, way more ways to maximize your abilities and your talents. And there's way more resources online. Um, but my dumbass decided to go to school for it. 
Um, it was a good experience though, but it's just like the way the way society is now, it's just a lot easier. Um, the dad dropped it for a bit because the teachers were like, "Yeah, there's no, there's no." What I wanted to do was really hard to get into. Um, obviously that's bullshit now, but um, yeah, dropped you. it. Yeah, dropped it. To, went to went back to school for uh, marketing, which kind of helped. Um, and then yeah, I think it was like maybe three four years ago I decided to pick it up again, and now we are here where we're here. Yeah, man, I feel you on that. I um, I had abandoned art. I mean, I've told y'all niggas this story plenty of times, but like you know, I abandoned art in like high school, like middle school, and picked it back up like when I became an adult, like in my like late and like not early, not late, like in my early twenties and shit. And mm. here I here I am now. I wish I never dropped it. I would have been way better than I am now. But hey, I'm glad yeah, I picked it back. I'm glad I definitely picked it back up rather than just like always thinking about what if, what if, what if. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh it's i think that was my biggest thing too because like the going on to like the the end of my 20s it was uh i'd see like a bunch of artists and stuff and obviously i'd start obviously instagram was a big thing or was starting to become a big thing right and you see a lot of people posting on their posting their art on instagram i was just like wait why did i ever stop doing this so uh, yeah i started and, and then youtube obviously there was a lot of artists on youtube and stuff like that so i was like you know what let me pick this back up i don't see why not yeah, legit. I um, I'm me and you talked about white manga. That was one of the YouTubers I was looking yeah. at early on in my development before I started taking art classes and shit. Um, yeah, ironically, he was the he was the one, or his videos were the ones that was like, okay, you know what? Let me, let me. He kind of has the same ideals as me when it comes to like diversity and diverse characters and things of that nature. Yeah. I know we always talk about that. That's like a big thing for me. Um. So yeah, he was kind of the catalyst to be honest. Not to not to plug him, but um I mean yeah. it, it is what it is. N- niggas, niggas that listen to this, they they some of them probably gonna know who he is already because that nigga is pretty yeah. It's just his it's just his story, right? Like you read you read his story, there's like a bunch of diverse characters and things of that nature. He's also a really big bleach buff as well, too. So we yeah, we kind of see eye to eye on that. Cool dude, talked to him for a bit as well, too. So I've never spoken to him, but to be honest, I don't think I ever want to speak to anybody that's like one of the people that inspire me just because I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah, just because I want to maintain like my image of them in that moment. I don't want to ruin it. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like like my favorite artist, uh, the nigga that got me back in art, uh, Nuri Durr. I don't know if his uh, his Twitter name is like Action Hank Beard. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. -hmm. When I saw his art. When I saw his art, I was like, yeah, I got to get back to drawing. Um, That was 2016. But okay. I hadn't, but I hadn't really started until like late 2017 when I met Dave. Like I started, but I hadn't started taking it serious until like late 2017 with Dave and like all forward. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, for me it was a uh, Nuri Dur Action Hank Beard on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Like that's still my favorite artist of all time. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You can see, you can see, you're definitely inspired by him. You guys kind of call it the same. Yeah, that I mean. I try, but that nigga is still a beast. Like, I, I need I need to pick my Copic markers back up. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. I I got honestly, I haven't I haven't touched Copic since that since that one that one punch man um yeah commission that I did with, yeah. with Dark Shine. Mm-hmm. I have not touched I have not touched them since. But I really I want to get like I'm, I'm planning once I move out I'm gonna get like the entire the entire set. I think it's like the I think it's like the one twenty pack. Yeah, I got um I bought the uh I think it's the uh. 60 something pack or which, whichever one's like the half um yeah i know i know i bought that in like the december of 2018 yeah no mm-hmm. 18 or 19 one of them but i remember i bought that though yeah 
I want I just want I just want that pack and then and then I'll color a little bit more. So that's the main reason why I don't really do I haven't really touched um traditional in a minute. You know what I mean? Most of my stuff's been online. Yeah, same here. Like I, I'll still sketch stuff out, you know. Yeah, like, for sure. And then I'll you know take a picture of it and upload it onto the canvas and just line it up mm-hmm. over the canvas. But yeah, um I heard yeah. But shoot, you ready to get into it, man? Yes, sir. All right, so good folks. Last night, right, right after work, I almost was late to the movie because them stupid ass motherfuckers from district were like, yeah, can you guys blow that manhole out one more time? We got these people <laughs> on our ass, man. I was like, nigga, it's already 2.30. This shit's going to take us like 45 minutes. Hey, man, they got, hey, man, come on, man. Like, it's Friday. And I'm just like, nigga, it's Friday. Let me go home early. But anyway, long story short, I made it to the movie on time. I went to go see Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Um, fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Um, Jamil knows that I'm not that big on Jujutsu Kaisen as a series. And I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Had I not liked that movie, I was going to drop the series because. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I wasn't that big a fan of season one. Like season one was cool, but it was like, like the animation when, when I, when I go, when I start analyzing, or like, you know, I won't say analyze, but when I look at the series and shit, I, um, I don't really care so much for animation. It can definitely help and hurt sometimes, but. Mm-hmm. I um for this when I found out Studio Mapper was doing it, I was like, eh, I know the animation gonna look good, so I'm gonna look past that because I know everything will look pretty and neat. Um, so I was just going to tour for like the story, and I was like, the story yeah. didn't really the story aside from the fights, the story didn't really grip me in the least bit. Like I think the only thing that really gripped me really was uh the stuff with uh what's that nigga name um uh Junpei yeah. The stuff okay. with yeah, the stuff with Junpei really really made me sad, especially when his mama died. I was like, damn, she died for no fucking reason. Like she died <laughs> for a reason, but it was like, you know, it, that that helped the character morph into what he morphed into later on. Yeah. But I was like, damn, but she really died. Like that shit hit me hard. And I was like, then Junpei died. And I was like, wow, this shit really happened. So that affected me. Um, other than that, though, like nothing really from the story really gripped me um all that much. Like uh, I liked the characters in the story, but mm-hmm. My mentality going into the movie was okay. Season one was like it was okay. It wasn't nothing special for me. Um, it was uh, you know, it was it was a standard shown and shit. It wasn't terrible. And niggas will act like, oh, you say it's standard? Oh, it's like nah, standard is fine. <laughs> like standard is fine. <laughs> like yeah. niggas a lot of um, I noticed a lot of a lot of obviously the the hardcore stands are very like sensitive when it comes to their their material. Yeah, I'm. But I, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I yeah. felt the same way. Like picking up the manga, it wasn't really something that like interested me right away until I got to chapter zero. Yeah, like I'm the same way. Yeah, like legit, like like chapter zero was that whole movie. I was like, oh, this is this is really good. Like it really made me feel for you to like I told you before. Like if a story can't really make me feel in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, if it doesn't show that much heart, I won't really care for it. Like, uh, like season one, there were some moments where it showed some heart, but overall, there wasn't no heart there for me. Like, I mean, I look for more. I look for more. Uh, how do I put it? Uplifting stories and more, more. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like stuff like Dragon Ball nowadays. I mean, life depressing. I don't want to go to anime to be depressed. Like, I'm 29 years yeah. old. Yeah, like, my nigga. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, like when I was younger and edgy, that was fine. But now it's just like, uh. Eh. I can do it out there. I'm like, my nigga, I got bills to pay. I got this, that, and third going on. Last thing I need to see is these niggas I'm trying to emulate in some way 
Like, cause you know, you take life lessons from anime anyway. It's like, like yeah, if, that's if, how I feel too. Like, I don't. I, I like to watch a lot, a lot of action. I just like I want to. I want to do things that I can't do. I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't want to watch no love stories or any of that foolishness. Yeah, I mean, they're like the only love anime series that I like like wholeheartedly is Eureka Seven, but like it's a science fiction and a love story at the same time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. But I mean, so I I went into the movie and I was just like, eh, if I don't like it, I'm gonna drop the series. Was blown away by the movie. I was like. I'm not gonna lie, man. I don't want to be that nigga because you know how them niggas in academia be. They be like, "Oh, Muriel should have been the main character." I really wish uh, Gege Akutami left uh, left uh, Yuta as the main character. Like, I'm like, Yuji, Yuji ain't terrible. He's not bad, mm-hmm. but you ever seen Fate, the Fate series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, so you remember uh, Shiro Emiya? Yeah. Yuji mm-hmm. and might like like Shiro from Fate. Shiro is like a He's a pretty, you know, cookie cutter main character. You know, he he wants to do good by people. He um he was installed with a certain mentality from his adoptive father, uh, Kiritsugu. Um, and he wants to be a hero of justice, this, that, and third. He basically yeah. he wants to help niggas, you know. Mm-hmm. Niggas want to help niggas. But and Yuji is pretty much the same character, except um, well, not not really, you know, he got he got that same will to help niggas. From his grandfather, I think that was his grandfather. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. yeah, in the first episode, so it's like. But in my opinion, Yuji is like a great value version of Shiro, and Shiro is pretty great value already. I like Shiro as a main character because I mm-hmm. mean, Fate as a Fate as a whole as a series is pretty uh, deep. But it's like, um, I wasn't blown away by Yuji at all. Um, I would have uh, much really after looking at Zero, I would have really much preferred they kept Yuta. Like Yuta is like, um. I felt like Akutami, he 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 went back with the whole uh standard main character approach. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to compare everything to Naruto, but niggas need to stop acting like Naruto didn't give niggas the formula, <laughs> these new niggas the formula for a main yeah, character. Yeah, when it comes, yeah, when it comes to like the the trio, the trio trope thing, I think yeah. I think, yeah, he's he a lot. I think obviously Kishimoto was the one who kind of just got that ball rolling or made it a little bit more popular. Definitely kind of made the more popular. But I mean, it's, it's the most popular. It's the most popular by the numbers. I'm pretty sure it's the most popular anime. So why wouldn't you copy it to, to some degree? Yeah, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that because I mean, shit, like, yeah, there ain't nothing new under the sun. But I digress. I would have much rather him kept um him keeping uh Yuta as the main character because man, mm-hmm. Yuta was likable. Um, you felt for Yuta. I don't really feel anything for Yuji. Like Yuta, um. Like, let me go back and compare the characters. Like, you you know about Yuta's backstory, you know, promising um Rika to marry them, to, to marry her, um, you know, when they get older, shit like that. Um, like, yeah, like, well, you got to see. I mean, and I understand that you know, in the manga going forward, because I've seen some spoilers, we do get a touch, we do get like um we they do touch on Yuta's backstory at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like we know about you know where he comes from, his parents, shit like that. <clears throat> But like, uh, you still don't like comparing Yuta from Zero to Yuji from the beginning of Jutsu Kaisen anime. Um, I think it's 2021. I don't really feel no connection to Yuji at all. He just really, like I said, he just really Shiro. He's like a great yeah. value Shiro. Like, yeah. I mean, like Sukuna, that's cool. But like Yuji as a character, he's pretty. He's like. A robot, in a sense, like a robot that yeah. acts out human emotions every now and then. It's hard. I noticed. I, I know. I'm just, I'm kind of the same way. Like I don't really gravitate towards the main character, except yeah. from except for Midori. Midori is a, little, a different story. 
um because he'd be going through it in, in my hero but like in terms of overall most of the time i'm not the the main character is not somebody who i really like um you already we've already we've already spoken about fushi i think fushi's a, a better in my eyes i think i think he should be the main character but and he just has the lore is already there right like and they, they it seems like they're focusing they focus on him a lot more they focus on his family a lot more they've talked about his they talked about his father his father coming back and what you you see his father in the in the show i'm sorry in the movie in the movie as well so it's just like or they, they highlight it you know what i mean so who's his father Hold on, his father. He, hold on, my bad. Yuji's father was in the movie. Like I've seen him in the manga, but he was in the movie. He's supposed. He's supposed to be in chapter zero. He's supposed to be. In, he's supposed to be in chapter zero. <laughs> if you have you read, have you read the manga for chapter zero? No, nah, I've only seen the, uh, the oh, theatrical okay. version. Yeah, he's uh, He actually. He actually fights. He actually fights. Um, Suguru. Mm, okay. One of, yeah, that's one of that's one of Suguru's like like um last fights before he goes evil ah yeah so what yeah he's supposed to they get they kind of get into it um he kind of he kind of lies to super make it seem like like uh gojo dies or he killed gojo yeah so yeah well obviously we don't know that that nigga can't die um, yeah, speaking of gojo yeah, so. <laughs> he was whooping that nigga um that kenyan nigga ass now <laughs> like um my, i was with my homeboy he was uh, mm-hmm. laughing because he like he pretty much a, a action head like I like action too, but like he really only come in Jujutsu Kaisen and any other anime for the fights. So he was in the movie theater, like, like punching his hands and shit. Cause like Gojo was whooping that dude ass. Cause the dude was like, yeah, I'm just trying to last a certain amount of just like last some minutes. And like when you watch the fight, where Gojo was hitting that nigga like in the same spot. I'm like, damn, nigga, would you back up? Like he was just, uh, uh, just yeah. getting tagged up and shit. I'm like, oh, all right. You what I like about like what, I, what I, I think that was the best part about the movie is that they added, um, there was a few there was a few scenes that weren't in yeah. the manga so like that fight that fight was um wasn't highlighted you didn't really see it. you kind of just see the aftermath of just uh, gojo beating his ass so i yeah. think that was nice to, just to see like even though yeah, we obviously know he's going to win but like the, the i just like to see the dialogue and the um and to add in the few accents just to make it just to make it a little bit more clear and and cut yeah i was tripping my bad Oh, no, I was tripping at the post credit scene with my homeboy because um, Yuta was in Kenya with that dude that Gojo beat up and like that yeah. nigga gave him some food. Yeah. And I, I was like, damn, but Gojo beat that nigga so bad he made that nigga quit being a sorcerer and become a chef in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, like that nigga, I was like, that nigga just like, yeah, it's called beef stew. I was like, damn, this nigga don't even fight no more. And then, you know, Gojo showed up and like, you know, spoke to Yuta. But um, quick question by Yuta. How old is Yuta when he comes back in the manga? Because I, I do know he comes back in the manga. Um, I'm pretty sure where the manga is now, it's a year after. Oh. So, so you, remember, he, he's in the same, he's in the same class as Kinji. If yeah. Kinji's, Kinji was the one guy who beat up, I think he beat up one of the, one of the councilmen or whatever the case may be. So he got kicked out of school. And remember, remember Gojo's like, yeah, there's only two people who can like, who could possibly surprise me is either, is either Utah or Kinji. So that I believe they're the same age. So I think those guys are all a year older than Yuta and Fuji and Nobara, I believe. So right, I think the story, I think Zero takes place like a year before. Okay, because I was just curious because I was like, you know, um, before I found out what age Yuta was in the movie, like, you know, in Zero, 
Um, and seeing how he looks in the uh, in the manga, I was like, okay, Yuta looks like he's like at least like in his twenties. Like, but that's that's just the way he's illustrated in the manga. Like, you know, some niggas can look a little older based off art style, but um. So he's really only like what seventeen? Um, well, he, I don't know. I, I don't know. He, could, he probably uh, he's probably eighteen, nineteen now. Okay, yeah, but he's still he's still relatively young. Okay. Because I was oh, yeah. he, he a he a demon. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, that nigga. That yeah, nigga. we got we got more. Not to spoil, we got we got more insight on him in terms of like what he can oh, actually do. I saw the yeah, chapter he, uh, yesterday. I I, he, I scanned yeah, he, through. It. He a demon, bro. He a demon. Yeah, man. That nigga, that nigga ability is nice, man. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's my new favorite character in Jutsu Kaisen. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was Megumi, but I was just like, man, fuck Megumi. Now Megumi's still cool, but like, hey, Yuta is that nigga. Like, Yuta's he's yeah. that guy. He's like, but again, I I, I got I kind of like I kind of like that he can he can bounce because the characters are are just so fleshed out. He can kind of bounce back and forth between perspectives. Yeah. So it's interesting to see. It's interesting to even see like this dialogue with, with like we still don't. I think the, the best thing about it is we still don't know anything about Yuta realistically. Like if, if we if we talk it, we just know him from like the surface. Yeah. We know way more about Megumi. We know way more about Yuta. We know way more about Gojo. Uh, I kind of like that. I I like that. I, even as we're going through the story, we're still learning more about him. We still know what the fuck Second is doing. Second is just chilling there. Yeah that, the yeah, that nigga just like man. Yeah. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Like I, I'm, I got something brewing over here. But like, yeah, exactly. doing, like, we know, we know. So you know, he's about to pop up at the worst time possible. So yeah, he's just playing fuck up just to play fuck up for no reason. Mm. Like, but for no reason, but for every reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's 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 thoroughly. This is probably the most entertaining arc for me and where they're at right now. Yeah, the, col- the color yeah. games. Yeah, since since chapter zero, um, this has been the best part for me. Obviously, Shibuya is pretty wild, but in terms of like enjoyment, I think. It goes chapter zero then where we're at right now with the color game. That's what's up. I um I wanna get your opinion on this because mm-hmm. after looking at season one and looking at the movie, I really feel like Akutami should have just kept the same cast from the movie going forward because it almost feels like Yuji's team is a copy of the same team from zero. Like uh what's the name? Toge, the dude with the curse speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't give a fuck about him in season one. I grew to like him in the movie. Um, but Toge is pretty well, Megumi is pretty much Toge, but he can speak. You know, they're both yeah. the stoic, quiet types that you know, tactical mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yuji is pretty much uh panda. Um, and um what's his name? Uh uh Nobara is pretty much Maki, but just mm-hmm. a little but just a little bit more feminine. Um yeah. and I'm just like and watching the movie, I was like, you really just could have kept, like, it's almost like he got two of the same, two groups of the same character types, like, in, in the mm. current series right now. I really felt like he could have just kept this, uh, seri- the character group from um, Zero and just roll with them into, like, the mainstream. And I, I understand Jujutsu Kaisen Zero was, you know, a one-shot that, you know, became popular and, like, his editors told him, hey, you should go back and, you know, reuse that series. Yeah, And I understand he wanted to change the cast up. That's fine. But I really felt like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, because the cast from zero was like, my nigga. Maybe I would have liked the series. Maybe I would have liked season one better had it was just that cast. Like um, I really yeah. felt like oh, YouTube you're, saying, hmm? you're saying you would have preferred it if they if they kind of focused on on uh, you should have you think they should have started with like a flashback a little bit earlier? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, like I mean, yeah, because yeah. I um, because I mean, it's like I know I'm I'm kind of over the whole trope about you know like the ultimate like evil shit like with the main character. Um, mm-hmm. Yuta Yuta and Rika Rika isn't like the the end all be all curse uh curse spirit or whatever um in Jutsu Kaisen. She she's um very strong, very very strong, and like in mm-hmm. uh I think Ghetto said it too. He was like she um she's evolving like. You know, she doesn't stay yeah. as a curse. She doesn't stay stagnant. She evolves as, as you know as every battle goes on, um, mm-hmm. and that was fine because you know it wasn't like the end all be all of like you know like the the evil power evil power scale or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. As opposed to Sukuna, Sukuna is like what the god of all curses or the king of all curses, something like that. Yeah, I forgot. yeah, he, he's the king, and I think Rika's supposed to be the queen. Ah. But- yeah, but her powers are a little bit like uh, Yuta's Yuta's abilities are a little bit different. He's kind of like a hard drive. And um, he can just access a bunch of stuff. Like if you, if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw like the um, the promo art for it, but he was holding um, Toge's little microphone thing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so he can he can kind of tap into different stuff. I don't think he can use it hundred percent like to the max of capability, but I think he has access. He's kind of like Kakashi, but he has he has like access to a bunch of abilities. But he yeah, can that shit like, came out of nowhere. I was like, how the fuck he got that microphone? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah, he just he just ridiculous. And like I think he I think he he balanced it by giving him like a five minute time limit, which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like um yeah. like and I'm I mean, like I said, I ain't trying to knock the main cast. They they mm-hmm. okay, but compared to the niggas from zero, I was like, you really just could have kept going with these guys, man. Like, like yeah, I, I agree. I kind of feel like um they could have they could have they could have stuck it into chapter zero not well not stay in the same storyline but we kind of we need to learn a little bit more about like the other faculty members too like may may and um i kind of want to know more about her um even even the ones that died like nanami like i want i wanted to learn like a little bit more more about him as well too but um yeah so so far so good yeah and um excuse me and going back to the movie too um i really was uh, i didn't care for ghetto Excuse me, my bad. I ate a big ass chicken breast before I came here. <laughs> but um, I didn't. I mean, he wasn't shown all that much in season one, so per to credit right there. But uh, in the movie, I liked him a whole lot more because you know the movie focused on him, you know, primarily. And I kind of got the sense anyway in season one that Mahito wasn't the main antagonist. He was like just the main antagonist for the time. But Ghetto yeah. was like you know almost like you know Darth Sidious and Darth Vader is like yeah, except. Much. Yeah, except we know what happened to Darth Vader in Jutsu Kaisen going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at least I know because I spoiled it for myself like a few weeks ago. I was, oh, okay, well, that's fine. I didn't really care for Mahito anyway. He was okay, but it was like, eh, villains got to die. So Yeah, he's but, good. Um, he's good for the arc. Good for the arc. Yeah, but I mean, um, Ghetto in this movie, he's he's despicable. He's despisable, but he's still kind of alluring and cool at the same time. Not like Dio from JoJo. Dio, yeah. was, Dio was our lord and savior. Um, yeah, but it's like Ghetto was really cool. Um, how do I put it? Like, uh, he gave off like an arrogant and disgusting personality, but it still made you want to like follow him a little bit. Um, not as a follower, like you know, like not by not nobody inside his clique because all them niggas yeah. are like, you know, we just follow his journey and like see where he goes. Um, because like you know how he refers to niggas like that don't have access to um cursed energy as like monkeys and shit. Um, (laughs) like, and like the fact that he can devour curses and then like have them up underneath him after that, which had me wondering, I'm like, Hmm, I'll, 
I don't want you to spoil this for me, but I kind of got I, I kind of got uh hints about his uh ties to Mahito because I'm like, if he can pretty much take a curse and eat it and make it his own after that, like you know, have it under underneath him, like pretty much like Pokemon. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is Mahito under his control? Don't answer this, but I'm just saying, like, I know you might give me some looks anyway, <laughs> but it's like um it makes me wonder if Mahito's under his control or like he just like a curse that is like um a curse that gained that type of sentience that he's just like you know messing around with. Um think I'm trying to I'm trying to give you an equivalent and then I and then I'll leave it at that. Um it's it's kind of similar to how Madara can uh, Madara and Senju can affect nine uh tail beasts. Uh okay. I get what you mean. So it's like yeah, yeah I, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah. So he can't he can't like it's not like Pokemon where he can throw them out like but like there's there's a way he does stuff because even in the in the movie i didn't i didn't see all of it but i know when he fights um megumi's dad yeah one comes out he uses one to come out right so it's 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 kind of like that they haven't really fully explained how he does it now how the way it works um and obviously it's a little bit different now because he's um he's not he's not entirely ghetto yeah um They'll bring, oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll bring. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of understanding because I saw a picture of uh something I'm not gonna speak about because I know yeah. some niggas yeah. some nigga listening yeah they might not be I'm gonna put it in the description anyway you know but I'm like some niggas might not be margaritas like how me and you do mm. <clears throat> yeah but yeah he's, I, I uh, saw that picture I saw that picture I was like he was oh. he's he was my favorite and he's my favorite character in in this series um so I. I like I like how charismatic he was in uh, Chapter Zero. I I knew I knew it was gonna come to a situation where him and Gojo kind of go go their separate ways. Yeah. They just have different ideas. If you notice, he's a little bit more serious as well too. He doesn't really joke around as much when it's time to get get stuff done. Oh yeah, I'm I'm already seeing yeah. that movie. Like Gojo mm-hmm. was like, "You roll up in the school, they be gonna let you leave. You gonna speak threats to us? <laughs> they be gonna just let you walk away?" And he was yeah. like, "Hey, you might not want to do that." I already got your students surrounded, and like yeah. that shit just happened out of nowhere. All of niggas, all yeah. of curses was just around him. And I was just like, "Oh, the fuck!" And then he left a big, uh, even bigger curse behind. I was like, "Oh, damn, this motherfucker he's is very, like, he's very." I don't quit. know, I don't know, I don't know what these Japanese guys are doing now, but like their their villains are very charismatic. Yeah, they they, learn, they they um they learn from uh, Dio Brando, the ultimate uh, charismatic villain. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's. I know he said he's a big. Um, Gig is a big uh, bleach and uh, yeah fan, so and I think I think that's probably the my my biggest why I, I enjoy the series so much is like an amalgamation of like bleach and and hunter hunter and what we need so that's why that's why I thoroughly enjoy it but I, I like feel- I, I don't know so I like I like he's he's really big on like personality and less character design I'm I'm obviously the opposite if you look at my art but yeah it's really it's really cool I feel like um. I think I would have like. I think maybe. I mean, fuck my opinion. I be getting tired of niggas, you know, giving they. Well, I'm not gonna say that because you can give your opinion, but I be getting tired of niggas feeling like they have a uh, ownership over the the series because they're just of a fan of it and they think they got a better idea. But mm-hmm. me personally, I would. Uh, I think I would have probably liked the series more had it dealt with. Because uh, I mean, every series does this. Um, you know, like it's a human villain and they have ideals. Nothing wrong with that. Um. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I think maybe with Jujutsu Kaisen, I would have probably liked it a little bit more. Because you know it deals with the occult. Had it just kept dealing with the curses, like um, mm-hmm. kind of treating them like a, not kaiju in a sense, but like a, 
kind of treating them more like a you know about the Cthulhu mythos, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of treating it like stuff like that, like uh like what um elder races like shit like that. Cause I mean, now granted, Mahito, Jogo, and I forgot that other nigga name, um, the tree dude or flower dude. Um uh you know what I'm talking about though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that the nigga that Yuji and Toto fought in season one. Yeah, the, the, um, yeah, the top. yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, I would kind of I kind of wish it would have just dealt with just like I mean, to be honest, it does still deal with curses very much, but I kind of mm-hmm. just wish like it was kind of a, like a blend of like Lovecraftian horror in a sense. Um, like this is like what deal with like large ass fucking elder god uh, curses yeah. and shit like that. Spending horror and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, like uh, like, like creepy stuff. Where you got in the manga? I'm all over the place. I just okay. <laughs> like whenever, like whenever, like I tried to pick, like like I said before, I saw the movie. I was thinking about dropping it. I skimmed through some chapters. Um, late December, it was mm-hmm. um. I clicked on the stuff right after season one where, you know, Toto and everybody was nominating certain sorcerers okay. to, you know, for their promotion. Um, yeah. And I, I read one chapter before that, and it was like somewhat of a flashback between uh, Ghetto, Gojo, and um, back when they were a little bit younger, back when they were both still high school students and uh, edges you too high. But um, okay. I saw that chapter. Don't remember too much from it, but I did see that. But other than that, usually when every time a chapter comes out on Sunday on the Shonen Jump app, I kind of just uh, click, like click it and skim through it. Um, mm-hmm. that also that also has me want to ask you a question too in the movie now I get it was based off the one shot and you know Rika the curse was broken um, Rika went to, you know she she passed on went to heaven finally once Yuta figured out that he was the one that cursed her and not vice versa um, mm-hmm. but she's back in the manga um, how was that because I was like I, I when I saw that when I saw that in the movie yesterday I was like nigga I just seen a chapter where Yuta and fucking uh, Rika was beating the shit out of of a certain character, like hmm. beating this nigga <laughs> like on both sides. Yeah. So, so um, I don't think it's a situation. I don't. It's not like um, it's not like it's not like exorcisms or anything like that, right? Like so, they, so yeah, she's she's in heaven, but the spirit is still the spirit. Okay, so she's a part. She's a part of him. Like he can't. Yeah, like it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Sekuna, but in in the sense that like he can he can summon her. And get her to do certain things or whatever. So yeah, she's essentially a summon. Like think if, if anyone if anyone's into like MMO or RPGs, are like she's essentially a summon. Pretty okay. Much. So it's like she has moved on. She has passed away. But when yeah, he the did... spirit of the spirit of Rika, like who she was as a child, is is gone. Like she's forgiven him and things like that. And he's repented, obviously. Yeah. But that her spirit is is something that's with him from now on. Okay, because I was just like the fuck like i was like wait a minute wait a minute and i, and I thought about it i was like okay maybe he kind of retconned some things in the manga to bring rika mm-hmm. back but obviously i don't want to jump to conclusions but obviously i know now because i was just like i just seen her like like yesterday when i was eating uh eating lunch in the truck and um i was like what's going on because in the movie no she was like bye and i was like wait a minute what but okay i got mm-hmm. my, i got my explanation <laughs> now i got yeah, a lot of it yeah a lot of it's like story a lot of it was like some like story so like there's obviously the story in terms of like her as a spirit yeah but i think the what the rika that we know was created based off of that situation yeah you know it's funny in the movie um you didn't get that far because you say you didn't you didn't you say you didn't finish the whole movie but um mm, i don't I know if it, I, I know I, I know what happened but I didn't, I didn't finish the whole thing i know i don't know if it was in the one shot but uh i had to 
I kind I kind of hold this as like one of my Super Bowl trophies. I had the theater dying. The theater wasn't packed at all because I mean my, my city's pretty big, but like when it okay. comes to anime movies, like the only anime movie I've ever seen in my city that was packed from like you know top to the bottom rows was like the, the Broly movie. Um okay. it was only 10 niggas in there, but that was like four o'clock and even. Um, but I had them niggas rolling because when Yuta leaned up the fucking kiss, fucking uh Rika when she was in her little form, I was like, the fuck? Like it looks so weird. And I'm like, nigga, you about to kiss this fucking like monstrosity? And like niggas, I was like, oh yeah, I did good. I got these niggas laughing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Don't say nothing else. Cash out with your trophy. Don't say nothing else. Yeah, leave, leave yeah, it ugly. yeah, like leave it there on the high note. You made these niggas laugh. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to make them niggas laugh, but it was one of the moments I was like, you know how I, you know how I look when niggas anime about to try to kiss somebody. And I was yeah. like, nigga, what are you doing? I'm like, the fuck. <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah. She, she ugly. She ugly, but yeah. that's a girl. That's a girl. <laughs> yeah, but <sighs> I'm a fan of the series now. I think I want to. Um, I think I'm a. I, I'm a key following it. I know Yuta comes back. I don't. I don't think he. I, I think he comes back. Um, after uh the stuff with Shibuya, clearly. Um, because mm-hmm. are we not gonna say what happens? But like, yeah. Yeah, I won't. I won't spoil. But he definitely. He definitely comes back, and he's. He's. He's a big. He's a big focal point where we're at right now in the um in the manga. Um, he he does some he he, he comes back and he he's on some he's on some he's on some timing when he comes back. Um, yeah, I think the only the biggest disappointment for me was kind of just like the the hype with Kenji. Yeah, yeah, like they kind of they kind of hyped it up to make it seem like he's not really doing anything right now. I kind of don't like that. Um, mm. I kind of don't see like they haven't really displayed like why him and Utah are on the same level. And then who knows? They might just not be on the same level. Maybe it was just a thing where it was hype. Yeah. But I don't get. I don't. He doesn't come off as like okay, like yo, this guy's a problem. And Correct. I, I kind of don't like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kenji mm-hmm. is a uh, Megumi's brother, and no, the nigga that's uh, related to Megumi, I forgot his name. Um, the dude uh, with the panel where you like cracking his back with his arms behind his shit like that. Um, what's his name? I know that's Megumi's family. Um. Uh, the nigga with like the cursed low, ugly low guard or whatever, like around wrapped. Oh, around that's him. his dad, bro. Oh, that's his dad. His dad. Oh, <laughs> that nigga. Yeah, that nigga that's, look cool. That that's nigga his look cool. Father. Well, he not he not alive. So um, oh, damn. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> they well well that's why I say that's why it's a little it's a little bit like you kind of have to you have to read chapter zero because in chapter zero that's kind of what happened. Like you. If they, they didn't obviously they didn't they didn't talk about it, but like yeah, he's not I don't want to spoil, but he's not like I got you. I yeah, got you. so um when he's introduced in the manga and the anime, he's introduced as like a vessel, he's not really alive. You know what I mean? So ah, that's interesting. He got yeah, he got summoned to deal with uh I believe it's Jogo, whichever the fish the fish cursed spirit is. Jogo is a uh... Jogo's the, the volcano one, right? Yeah, yeah. Jogo's the volcano. Yeah. Well, one. there's another. There's another spirit who's a problem. Like, I oh, think, I, think I know what you yeah. mean. I I skimmed through that chapter. He's like octopus. Yeah. Isn't it? He, yeah. I, I I all I know is they were fighting in water. Okay. <laughs> all I know is that, all I know is they were fighting in water. He's a he's a problem, and they had to summon Homeboy's dad. So um um again, I won't spoil. I won't spoil it for anyone who's listening. But he he uh. He, he's a serious he's an issue when when i that's why that's why when we were talking about, i'm like yeah i'm like yo the zenit the zenit clan is like 
is, is a way I, I like it more than than the Yushiha clan. I think it's okay. written a little bit better. Um, there's more. It's it's nasty. It's a very nasty clan. Like I feel you. I um I, I really yeah. I can see why I can see why Maki Maki and Mugumi test don't. them. Yeah, yeah. They want parts. Yeah, like because I mean we kind of got the hint, you know, based off of season one that you know she didn't fuck with the family, and like you know you mm-hmm. saw like a little bit of her backstory with her and her, uh, her younger sister, but in the movie you know they kind of like I haven't seen season one since it aired. But like I mm-hmm. saw the movie just directly yesterday, and you know they made it look like uh like like her parents like her, her family was like awful. I don't know if that was her mama or her grandmama, but it, she was saying like like you should never been born like you know you're the disgrace of the family, like yeah. like saying all type of shit like to a child that would like mm-hmm. like to a fucking child, and she 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 well she has she doesn't have enough money clearly to get rid of her last name <laughs> but i mean i knows what happened i know what happened i know what happened to um I, I do know what happens to her you know going forward to the manga and what she does um i'm excited about that based off of you know her family history but like yeah no nah, fuck yeah. her family don't like them niggas yeah, is like yeah, awful I refer her to i refer her to queen maki she's a she <laughs> um she has a yeah, she, she it's it's interesting because um they don't really touch they don't really touch how bad it is and i think a situation and this is kind of my theory when um the head died um now i think it's now beto or whatever when he died everything kind of went everything kind of went to shit like he you can you can clearly see like he was a good head and he had he had everybody under manners and like everybody was just like okay well we can't really do much because he's here and i think when he died, when he when he does get into the situation that he gets into Everybody was kind of just like, okay, well, uh, let's see what we can do when everybody's trying to fight for the head, the head position or whatever the case may be. And then Maki, 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 and, and Magumi are just like, yeah, I want no parts. You guys are all weird. Like, yeah, I mean, fuck the niggas. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's literally what that's literally what she does. You're like, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm not really with it. You know what I mean? So terrible, um, terrible family. Really, really bad family. Like again, you'll there's a there's a legit a legitimate arc. I think it's like maybe. Like 20, 20, 20 or maybe thirty. That's what's up. Issues where they kind of they kind of talk mm-hmm. about it. And they talk about like Maki. They talk about Megumi. They talk about Zenin. Um, sorry, Nabito. And then they introduce. I think they introduce Nabito. I don't know if it's his son or, or I don't know. I'm having a hard time with the family tree, but like um. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, he comes. That's that's when that's when you'll see Yuta. They they introduce another family member, and then Yuta shows up, and it gets pretty funny. But um. It's 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 picking up like after Shibuya, I can see like if if you're reading it right now, I'd say give it give it till chapter zero. And if you don't like chapter zero, then I'd say drop it. But like after chapter zero, it gets fun. It gets really like oh yeah. I mean potatoes is really there. Yeah, I mean like like I said, I was gonna drop it had I not liked chapter zero, and I was really mesmerized with chapter zero. I was like I need to like if anything, that's my peak of. I know niggas say Shibuya is the peak of the series. And I'll get there when the anime gets there eventually. But I was like, shit, zero was that shit for me. I was like, it hit, it hit everything I really wanted to see from that series to make me stay invested in it. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's it's you know, I'm the same because I was when I was when I started reading, I'm just like, ah, it's kind of slow. What's what's really going on? And then like chapter zero, I was like, okay, now now I get it. So yeah. I stuck with it. And Shibuya just Shibuya just rocked my world. I've been I've been. I've been tied ever since. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm good. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, 
make it sound bad. I think I told y'all this before, but it was like, I kind of, the Jutsu Kaisen by all means was never a bad series. Like I've seen bad series before and I don't, but like, I kind of looked at it like after looking at season one, I was like, okay, I think I told y'all this. I was like, it's like all steak, but no flavor. So it's like steak is still good for you. Like, you know, protein. Um, But it's like just cooking. It was like just cooking a steak, but not adding any seasoning to it at all. It's like, it's good for you, but it really isn't good for like, you know, the taste. Um, Mm -hmm. Like it's still healthy and it's still quality meat, but my nigga, throw some salt, throw some seasoning salt, throw some yeah. some butter, some garlic or whatever. Um, but I mean, it this movie definitely showed like it, it definitely you know made me want to stay invested in it in some capacity. At least at least for Yuta, like I definitely yeah. need to see where he's going forward, like as a character. Not not really power because I don't really care all that much for mm-hmm. like characters' uh power progression to a degree no more. But like at least to see where his character goes in the end. And I think I think that's that's the cool thing about this show is like it's not it's not like the typical shonen in terms of like power ups and training and having to reach that breaking point. Your your domain and expansion is what it is, and there's rules, there's rules and regulations that you got to follow by. Even culling games, there's rules and regulations that you gotta, oh, you got to. I'm already seeing. Yeah, it's not a situation where it's just like it's not a situation where it's just like okay, well I'm stronger than you, and but like it's 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 like it's very strategic. I've I've been. I think that's where I think you got that from Hunter Hunter in the sense where like not always the strongest person wins. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's it's a thinking. It's it's kind of like how I felt about Naruto in the beginning where they were kind of, if you notice like during every fight, they kind of break down like what, what's going on through their head. Like yeah. even uh, the biggest, the biggest representation that was like Neji versus uh, Kidomu, the spider. The spider yeah. Movie. Yeah. I like that fight. And you notice how like, obviously the the listener the reader is like you're you're paying attention and you're and you're when Kido, when Kidomaru was fighting him he's telling you what's going through his head and the same thing with Neji right so I think I think that's a little bit more compelling to me I like fights where it's just like okay well I think that's the biggest thing about Jojo as well too it's just like you kind of have to figure out what it is that person is doing yeah I love Jojo so, fights so much man yeah I like I like I like that I, I obviously I love the Dragon Balls and the and all the other stuff as yeah well too. It's it's nice to make you think. Yeah, like with even, Jojo, even though even though it's a fight and you're just supposed to enjoy like the punches and the kicks and stuff, but it's nice to like think. Yeah, I remember um Araki said in the book, I think, um in the book I got from him or like some other interview. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. He said um when he made when he wanted to do stand battles, he wanted to make it almost like in the sense that uh like it's like a a, a gun showdown, like a standoff mm-hmm. between two uh, people with pistols or whatever. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and. I looked at that movie, uh, The Harder They Fall, with Jonathan Majors um, the other day on Netflix. And, like, I, I watched their pistol duels and stuff like that. And I know it was quiet. And they're like, bam. And, like, going ahead and looking at the, the JoJo fights again. I was like, oh, yeah, I can really see that. Because it's like, you know, if you face-to-face with a stand user, it's pretty much almost like, okay, who get this stand off first? Um, yep. and, just, and sometimes even if you get your stand off first, it doesn't necessarily mean you'll win because that might be what the stand needed to activate an ability. Mm-hmm. Or the ability might have already been activated. You just didn't know. And just like in general, like when you facing off against a stand user, like and they're not and they're not around, you have to be on it mentally quickly to notice, okay, something's going on. Like I need to get back or I need to watch, look around quickly first before I do something. Um yeah. Yeah. My favorite battles in like anime right now is still uh stand battles. Like, like I remember um I know we'll be getting off topic for a second, <laughs> but it's like mm-hmm. I really like the Stone Ocean battle um between Jolene and uh What's her name? Uh, 
I forgot her name, but uh, she had to stand on uh, Marilyn Manson, the debt collector. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot I, her name. Yeah, I forgot her name, but it was just like, I remember I was talking to Alex about it one day. I was like, you could feel attention in it because like you knew she was on some bullshit. Like we saw her get the stand just from Poochie. You knew she was on some bullshit. And like Jolene was just like picking up on it uh, immediately. She was like, no, we don't want to play with you. Like, because she didn't know she was stand user, but Jolene was battle tested at that point already to know, okay, after fighting Foo Fighters and then dealing with, um, and then dealing with like the other stand users like Gwes and, um, John Gallier and shit like that. She was yeah. a little, she was a little bit seasoned, not fully seasoned, but she was like, she had battle experience. And mm-hmm. like when old girl walked up trying to get her to like bet money on like the ball catcher, she was like, no, go away. Like, I don't have no time for this shit. Like she, yeah. she like she was paranoid at least to know, like, I don't want to play with you. And they fell into that fucking trap because they beat her in that bet the first time. And Hermes and Hermes was just like, no, nah, let's keep going. And like Jolene was like, hey, this is not a good situation. Something is wrong. Like, no, nah, man, I, we can, I'll bet my money. Like, we can make a lot of money. You can use this. You can use this money to call your dad. I mean, to, to get the, to get, get a contact with Speedwagon Foundation. Stoli but sure. And you picked up on it as a reader. You knew, okay, recess don't last. I've never been to prison. But you know, when you were a kid at school, recess don't last that long. Eventually, you got to take your ass back inside. And that's, yeah. how, and that's how old girl got them. They was playing catch. And like yeah. they wasn't cognizant at the time until the uh, guard came and got them away. Yeah. And Hermes had to bribe the guard to be like, hey, give us like five more minutes or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's just like, I think the biggest thing is like the unknown. Like you really don't yeah. know. Yeah. And like you really don't, you, the reader doesn't know. And then, and the, um, it's just like comparing it to the main character. The main character is dealing in a situation they really don't know what's going on. I think that's the best part mm-hmm. about a lot of these newer animes or a lot of these new shonen battle animes is just like, it's not at you. You don't know. You don't know what to expect. You generally don't know until like the character explains. It's almost like it's, it's very. It's very similar to Bleach. I think Bleach was the one that kind of got the ball rolling, in terms of that like learning, learning different abilities and things of that nature. But yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Thoroughly enjoying it. Word. I um trying to see something real quick. I was about to ask you a question. What's your favorite um character design from Jujutsu Kaisen? Character design. Um, to be honest, I think it has to be Nanami. <laughs> I think it has to be. Oh, he just he's too smooth, man. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a very cool design. Um, you know, it's too just, smooth. Yeah, he's too smooth, man. He really is. From the glasses on down. What's funny yeah. about his character is that that nigga, like I was watching him kick ass in the movie. He's really, he's really pretty much the epitome of like a nigga that was living a boring nine to five life. It was and like mm-hmm. it was like seeking a thrill, and he got that thrill. Like you know, he started seeing curses yeah. and shit. Like like I was like, but this nigga was a salesman, bro. And like he is the epitome of like niggas at a day job, like getting thrusted into like an action shonen series. Yeah, yeah. He's no he's no nonsense. He's um he's just it, and it, it's it's like highlighted in his power set as well too, right? So it's just yeah. like, like I don't know. And just something, yeah, just something about him is just it, he's done. He's done really well. I think that's probably yeah. my favorite. Um, I like. There's a few. There's a, a lot of these um, these participants in the calling games. I like I'm liking their designs as well too. Like um, homeboy, homeboy who who you does fighting right now. He's pretty cool. I like that nigga hair. I I, I, I like anybody with the cool bar hairstyle. <laughs> oh yeah, any yeah, any any bancho any bancho sign me up. I'm, yeah. I'm here for Kosuke. Um. There's a there's a few other bunch of bunch of mangas that I that I just genuinely love. So that 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 whole lifestyle, I'm I'm with it. 
great hairstyle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. Joe, yeah, all that shit. I don't know if I don't know if anybody, um, any slam dunk fans, but like the main character, he used to he used to have one of those, and then he cut it off. Yeah, I, I see. I guess he caught he cost him he caught Sakuraji. He cost him a game, and then he just cut it off. But he, yeah, he used to have that same hairstyle. I, I would never I would never get rid of that shit if I had it. Yeah, you 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 Haka show main character Yusuke. Yusuke. Um. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a whole thing for me. I'm trying to think of whether some other pretty cool ones. Oh, Haka metal Me- metal bat too. Metal bat from uh. Metal bat, yeah, metal bat's yeah. Still number one. He's number one. Um, I'm trying to think of other cool designs. Mahito is a really cool design. I I like him. I like the way he he he, he messed up. It works. From it, it, it works. works for what it's trying to get across. Mm-hmm. I I just think the, the design the designs in the show are very simple. He cares a little bit more about like personality and things yeah. of that nature. So um he he obviously when he adds in like these newer these newer characters that are newer villains or when ones who are only there for like three or four chapters, you got he kind of has to dip into his bag a little bit. So those yeah. look a little better. Um it's also a very dark series. So I notice he doesn't really he doesn't really dip into palettes too tough in terms of like color. Um yeah, it's like I'm about to say it too. I was like comparing it to Yu Show at one point. I was like, <laughs> it's like if you took Yu Show's like vibrant color palette and like just like completely got rid of it and like just like yeah. like said black, black and white. Yeah, black like black and white. And it's like what the like like imagine Yu Show with the with the fucking uh Jujutsu Kaisen color palette, it would have still mm-hmm. been good because it's a funny show, it's a funny, good yeah. action series, but it's like the cut the color palette wouldn't do it no justice if it yeah. was the color palette. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is cool? Um, uh, that, that that tree, that tree curse spirit. I'm trying to figure out what his name is. It's gonna bother me. I just um, know he wears pants at one point. Yeah. Uh, Toto Toto is the Toto is the guy. Yeah, I like Toto too. Mechamaru was sick. I feel bad for that nigga, but yeah, Mechamaru's yeah, character design I, I feel, is nice. He, he, gave, he, he gave me a lot of um, he gave me a lot of what's his name. Um, the guy who was the guy who, who really was pain. Oh, Nagato, Nagato. Yeah, Nag- gave me a lot of Nagato vibes. Um, but that was that whole that whole like Mechamar thing was pretty cool. Um, who else I like in terms of design? Maybe maybe when she break loose, she she pretty cool. Nob- I like her hair. Yeah, Nobara Nobara when she when she she on that timing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She busts out the tattoo and stuff. Yeah, and like. Uh, Kind of thing. Yeah, like as a, as a art as an artist, it's hard it's hard for me to cling to like a lot of these designs because they're very. I think I think he tries to keep them simple by design. I yeah. think I think he expresses himself artistically like when they're fighting and there's there's like um displays of powers and stuff. Like I think he thir- he thoroughly enjoyed. I think he, he enjoyed the purple haze thing with uh, Gojo. Like drawing that was probably hella fun. Oh hell uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I like. I think he likes drawing all, all those nasty, like cursed spirits, like Mugumi yeah. <laughs> Mugumi's dad with the thing on his back. Like, yeah, I think I think he likes that stuff. I was tripping in the movie the one uh, the cursed spirit that um, Toge and uh, Yuta was fighting. Yeah, um, with the little fingers and shit. Yeah. I was tripping because yeah. they reminded me of uh, Probo Pass from Gen Four Pokemon because because like yeah. that's what it felt like. I was like, the fuck, <laughs> but they still look cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like um. I like Megumi and his uh his uh Shikigami, like the wolf. Oh yeah. The two the two wolves and the elephant and the big ass owl. I like mm-hmm. that. I think that's cool. The way he designed those are like I, I would never, that's not something I would ever think of. Um 
That's what's up. Yeah, like, like I said, there's not there's not a lot of not a lot of them. That the old the old principal with the with the guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, that nigga. That's yeah. a dope design. <laughs> That's a dope design. Um, I don't so know yeah, his he, name, but I know I know him though. I do know him. Yeah, the principal. The principal. <clears throat> he, he had um. He came out. He came out and he bust out his guitar. And I was like, "Oh, all right." Didn't didn't expect that at all. I was like, "Oh, okay, well, that's interesting." Yeah, he, he comes out from like that's what I said. I, he comes out from like left field with a lot of the stuff that he thinks of. So like even like when he when he's like designing like different powers and stuff, I'm like, "Okay, what are you gonna do now?" You know what I mean? And I think even some of it to this day, I still don't really, I don't still don't really understand like what what was he thinking when he came up with this design choice? Niggas on mushrooms like me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, mushrooms are changing life, boy. <laughs> like, oh, like, I was already an imaginative ass nigga. It's just like birth. Like, if you see the shit I dream about and think about on a daily basis, you'd be like, the fuck? Like, I just write all this shit down. But like, mushrooms definitely elevated it. You, you'll, you'll see this, May. I mean, you'll see this year going forward. But it's like, yeah, mushrooms definitely elevated my uh, my creativity. Yeah, we come, when it comes to artists, we, we, t- we find different ways to tap into our creative our creative juices. I tell like, niggas I be doing mushrooms and they be like, you a junkie. I be like, nigga, yeah, like I say, I'm doing crack. Like, I mean, like nigga, mushrooms is not like a drug. Like, everybody, everybody smokes weed. It's the same thing. It's just, it's just something that, that a lot of niggas don't do, so they attribute it to that. But I'm just like, niggas yeah, really... You're not, when you're not used to something and you're, or you don't have any knowledge, you start to jump and you start to... Yeah, like my niggas, I told them I was doing mushrooms last year and they were like, damn, boy, like, them niggas treated me like I was a heroin addict. I was like, nigga... Y'all smoke weed every fucking day. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing about that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. But you treat me like I'm doing smack. Like, the fuck out of my face, nigga. Hey, if you're, if you're doing it safe, then I'll see, I'll see what the problem is. Yeah, I don't do it all the time. You got to, with mushrooms, you got to, like, do it, like, you got you to gotta plan your trips, like, a month, maybe a month and a half in advance. You can't just do it back is to back. Is it strictly for our purposes? Uh, I've always wanted to try them. Um, okay. now it's for our purposes. Well, okay. not, not so much our purposes. Now it's for like, just want to see cool, weird shit, but like it definitely, um, it definitely, uh, in the beginning, I just want to try it just cause I've always wanted to try it. Now mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I want to try another, I want to try some more just to like, see what, see what I can put into my story potentially. Um, okay. it might, and I might be scary. Now I can lie. Like when I tell you, <laughs> I, when I tell you, bro, I'd be dreaming about some weird shit. Like, I remember one night I had a dream about zombie t-shirts and, like, them shits was flying around. Like, imagine, like, dirty t-shirts just, like, moaning, wrapping Nate, wrapping itself around niggas' face and shit. And I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, I remember me and my best friend, one of my best friends, we got eaten in a dream. We, we stole some food from a restaurant and got chased around by the manager. And this nigga fucking cornered us in the corner. And I thought that was it. This nigga transformed into a T-Rex. It <laughs> started to eat us, and I woke up like, "Oh my god!" I've had some very, I've had some very weird dreams. I'm sure, um, artists, I'm sure us as artists, we have, we've all had some some interesting stuff. I think well, the majority of my stories come from, anyways. Yeah, I've, I've had some dreams where my best friend and my cousin they'd be like, "Nigga, what do you eat like, before you go to bed at night?" And I'll be like, "Nothing, like maybe water, like back then a little juice here and there, but like, bro, yeah, it, it's just." I'm sure JJ JJK is a, a, the same the same situation. Probably had like a bad dream or some sh- some shit like that or bad experience. Yeah, I'm I'm just sticking to mushrooms though. I ain't I ain't yeah, dabbling in and turn it on to a thousand. Yeah, I ain't got no I ain't got no time for the book of sugar. <laughs> like that. I'm good. You're safe, man. That's all that matters. No yeah. judgment. But shoot, man, you want to um, before we get out here, you want to go ahead and uh, plug some more stuff from your uh, Instagram page. Um, yeah, just uh, follow me at jcadeng j c a d dot 
I N K. Um, I also I also have a new Twitter now too. Throw my start throwing my art on there as well. Um, yeah, those are the two only two places to hit me up. I'm about to follow your ass right now. Twenty four. So yeah, shoot, shoot me a like. Do commissions as well too. Um, sorry, I'm starting starting to just uh, to get a little bit more business oriented. So like looking for more commissions and things of that nature. Just cool stuff. People have a lot of cool ideas. If you like, if you like, your, if you have a character, say you have a store and you want you want a character to be drawn out, or you need a visual, you need a visual, a visual aspect of it. Hit me up. Yeah, I can attest to this nigga's art. This nigga's art is beastly. Like, bro, I That's remember weird. like the one you did with <laughs> the one you did with the fan and shit, and like even stuff oh, yeah, before that. Yeah. It's just like I was like I looked yeah. at it. I'm just like, damn, but this nigga's a fucking monster now. I was like, yeah. like you've always been a monster, but it's like, nigga. Yeah, I try to keep I try to keep my personal like my personal projects under wraps, but like oh yeah, Dave, Dave was like, oh yeah, you you got to start showing it. Now. I'm like, all right, fine, fine. Yeah, and I'm also I'm also a big like martial arts buff, so a lot of that I'm trying to the story I'm doing right now is I'm trying to make it like it's almost like modern like modern day like a modern day old kung fu flick. I got you. Yeah, like, so like think of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but like in in the city. Mm, interesting interesting yeah so and then it's like it's like with a bunch of gangs gang members and different gangs like triad and yakuza and even even my even the mobsters that we see in new york like all, all like uh al capone and stuff like that so this is a big this is a big amalgamation and obviously the police we don't mess with but yeah police, i feel you my police you mess with <laughs> yeah I, mean, I like i just uh, i just like I, I like to be creative i like to be as creative as possible and do things that people aren't really we don't really talk about like obviously we talk about like social justice and things like that and that'll be that'll be in there that'll be in my story but um actually, yeah just try to be as creative as possible and do things that people have never seen and still keep it relatable that's what's up mm-hmm. yeah man we we're looking forward to it man appreciate you uh stopping by today because absolutely man thank you for having me yeah you the um only jujitsu crossing fan i think i know really um, personally <laughs> i mean well i saw from my homeboy ej like mm-hmm. I think you're the only Jujutsu Kaisen person, like, fan that I really actually know, like, in, in general. I'm not saying they're not out there, because, like, yeah. it's pretty popular, but. Yeah, it's not, it's not as, um, it's an acquired taste. That's what I, that's what I tell people. Like, it's not, it's not for everyone. It's kind of like uh, Hunter Hunter. It's the same thing. It's, the, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. That's why I said, I keep, I keep comparing. It's like a mixture. It's like if Bleach and Hunter Hunter had a, had a love child. Yeah, I didn't like beer. I didn't like beer first when I was younger, and then. But that's because I, I took a sip of my uncle's beer when I was in fucking high school. And I was like, nigga, this shit is garbage. Yeah, they, yeah. they drink this. But yeah. when I got older, I was like, oh, this, this shit. This shit that's, how feel, that's how I feel about, yeah. how I feel about coffee. I think coffee is disgusting. But like. I love you, coffee. <laughs> when I took a sip of it, I was like, oh, I kind of wanted more. So it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same thing. And it, it's just like it was like bleach, too. When bleach came out. People were really rocking with it too tough. Um, and I was just like, Yo, y'all are crazy. This, this shit is this shit is neat. Yeah, I, I think I'm easy to please though. Hmm? I think I'm easy to please though. It's like I think I'm easy to please with anime, but at the same time, it's like um, but at the same time, it's like you you put one thing in there that that, that I don't like, and it is like okay, I don't want to see this no more. I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm very I'm a Pisces, so I'm very finicky. <laughs> it's like I get. I'm I'm very picky, but at the same time, I think I'm kind of easy to please. At the same time, too, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Like, just give me some, give me some good action, give me a solid storyline, give me some characters that are likable, and I'm good. Like, you don't really have to reinvent the wheel. 
Um, I do like, I do like, uh, we, we talk about Chainsaw Man all the time. I love uh, Chainsaw I Man. That's a reinvent, reinvention of the wheel. Um, Nigga, we gonna talk about, we got, I'm gonna yeah. get you back on the episode. I'm gonna get you I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm here for that. When that, when they, when they do the, the second part, I'm here. Nigga. I'm here. Yes. My soul is ready. Show is fire. <laughs> Nigga, blew my mind. I tell you, well, Toski Fujimoto was in my top five all yeah. time now as like a writer. He, dead, he really in my top three. Like, we're not going to talk about what he did, but let's just say that nigga took a standard human, uh, not human, a standard shonen trope and flipped that shit. I was like, did this nigga really do that? But that's 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 for another time. I still got to read um, Fire Punch, actually. Me too. Me too. Me too. I, gotta read it. I heard that's really good. I got to read all this shit. I'm actually going to buy it Um, like, uh, next um. I'm actually going to buy it like in May, May or April. Well, no, I can't buy it in April, but I'm going to definitely try to buy it. Like all his, they got like a collection of all his series um, on eBay. And I mean, they, they're going to get translated for, um, for by Viz later this fall. But okay. I was going to I was going to buy it, um, just the, the Japanese version, that English version, because I'm a big fan of that nigga. Like, oh, let, let that nigga work. Yeah, no, I know he's like on your list, like top that, three or something. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's really dope. Like, he's, he's different. I like different. Yeah, him too, man. I was supposed to buy Dan Simmons' uh, Hyperion Cancels uh, book book series, all four. Even though I finished the audio books, I'm about to buy all four books this Christmas. Fantastic. Are you are you reading any like uh, North American comics, or you just you just strictly manga? Um, I'm getting into Batman comics now. After that Batman movie, I got a couple Batman comics in the house. Um, the one that I'm about to start reading is a uh, JLA versus Batman. I, it was like a okay. dollar fifty. Yeah. That's the yeah, only yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to pick up um, a little bit more like DC stuff. They're like they're newer. They they bring in, they bring it out just newer newer characters. Again, I'm I'm tired of seeing all the old faces. I, I want to see something new. And, um, I feel you. I'm saying. Yeah, they're bringing out some. They're bringing out some new stuff. I also follow a lot of indie indie artists as well too. I kind of they've either worked for Marvel or they work for DC and they kind of want to do their own thing now. I think that again, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, I'm I'm a real I'm a big advocate of like art artists pushing out their own shit. Yeah, yeah. So there's um, people probably know Dan, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson. I think I've heard the name. I yeah, think I think one of them I mentioned him. You've like a hundred and ten percent seen his work. Like, like if um, he's doing like a he's doing like a wrestle a wrestling comic right now. He's a big wrestling fan too. So he's doing a wrestling comic right now, and the shit looks shit looks amazing. So I'm I'm a i am like to again I like to follow like a lot of these guys who are starting to push their own shit now. Um, Sanford Green. For the culture, freaking uh, Nick Draper Ivy, even though he's trying to, he's trying to do his, he's trying to do his own thing, but he's trying to bounce between like doing his own thing or going mainstream and doing like I know he's doing static now, but I, I know he has his own stories that he wants to push out. I got so, you. Yeah, I, I I tell artists all the time, like yo, if you have you have a story that you like or you have something you wanna you wanna do, focus on that. I feel like you can do it all, bro. Like if you wanna if you wanna you wanna divvy up your time and you wanna do like. The mainstream stuff you want to do like a 12 year a 12 series issue for like marvel or dc do it for the experience but like if you got a baby that you want to push out there focus on that too yeah being a being an entrepreneur being like an artist you gotta you gotta balance anyways we balance all the time we balance in life yeah um i definitely have i'm gonna just tell you i'm not gonna tell i'm not gonna tell dave and alex i want to surprise them with this shit um, yeah. and, and Dollar and uh and Devin. I'm not going to tell them, but I got two. I know I told you about the other art book I got coming out this year, but like I got, I put another project uh on the on the slate too that I started illustrating um 
last week when I came home from work. Um, okay. I'll just tell you that uh, it's based off of, um, I'll just tell you, it's ba- I mean, it's based off of, um, it's a combination of inspiration I got from listening to the Jesus is King album and then, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, combining that with like my love for the, uh, the um, Dante, Dante's Inferno story, the um, oh, Divine Company. Yeah, I know you probably saw my story with those two illustrations from like the from the story yeah. from um mm-hmm. it's like I'm I'm definitely I, I definitely got a it's, it's only supposed to be six pages, like six pages of illustrations, but like I definitely been putting my best foot forward on it. Like I think I think you'll like it when when it comes I out. Into, I didn't know you were into Dante's Inferno. That's dope. Oh hell yeah. That's like that's like one of my favorite games of all time. Like oh. I remember when I beat Lucifer <laughs> and I was like, I beat this nigga. Are you like um you like into like those those type of games like God of War and, and those type of stuff those beat em ups and stuff yeah okay cool cool so you excited for the new one um I don't know they had a new one coming out oh but wait a minute oh yeah the, oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah the remake oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah I forgot yeah yeah they do got another one coming out because yeah because um old boy was just oh yeah his son was just found out to be Loki and uh, yeah I did see the trailer because they had um somebody playing um um what's that other uh. Cause Zeus was in the first one. Not Zeus. Hold on. Who was the nigga that he fought in the beginning? Um, at a new God of War. It was Zeus. The one. Uh, no, Odin. Yeah. Odin. 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 Um, Odin. Thor. Well, no, Thor. I think the main, yeah, the main character, the main character, or the main bad guy was turned out to be Balder. No, uh, no. I mean, I mean, in the beginning, it was like one of the. Uh, it was it was Thor in it that he was fighting in the beginning, like the nigga that came to his house trying to fight him with the axe. It was one of those uh, Norse gods. Um. Are you beginning talking about a new remake? Yeah, a new remake. Yeah, the first game or the second or the game is coming out now. This the um the first the first one of this new Norse uh Norse mythology. At the the end, at the end, Thor Thor does pull up. Like if you beat the game properly, they show that ending where he does he 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 does come to his house at the end. So I think that's where they're going. So who's the nigga that he fought in the beginning? The nigga that he fights in the beginning, you fight him multiple times. Yeah, I forgot his name. I think I think it's Balder. I think it's I think it's um what I think. Odin Odin has like like three sons, right? Isn't isn't uh is Thor Loki and Thor Loki Balder? Yeah, I I just found out about the third son when I was doing some more Norse my, mythology, mythology studies. My, my Norse mythology is ass, but like um I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he has three sons. Yeah, he does. Um, um I forgot exactly what it was about his third son, but I think his third son was um I think it's rumored to be as powerful as Thor. Oh, it, okay. it's it's something it's something about him. I got I should have I got a bookmark. I just don't feel like going yeah. to my phone. But it's something know, about I know, him. I know you fight you fight his you fight Thor's sons, Mag Magdi and Modi. He kills them, and then that's why Thor pulls up at the end. Yeah, that's why we're, that's why we're dealing with Thor and Odin now in the second game. Yeah, it's it's something about it's something about uh, Odin's other son. I forgot. Um, it's something special about him. Like maybe like n- nothing too special, but it's like um. I forgot. I'll text it to you because I know I got it in my phone because I didn't know Odin had another child. I was like outside of Thor and Loki. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it for now. So yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a good game. It's a really good game. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know you were into that stuff. That's cool. Oh, hell yeah. Like we can talk more about that stuff for sure. I'm, I'm learning about uh Chinese mythology now too. I bought a book um three weeks ago in the, in the library and I'm almost halfway through. Mythology. Um, Mythology is dope, bro. Um, like you want to know? You want to know what? <laughs> so I was always like a big, I was always a big like uh, Greek mythology buff, like in 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 school. So obviously that was like part of my curriculum in English class. Like we talk about like Greek mythology. So I was always big into that. And then when I graduated from college, there was this game. I don't know if anybody knows. It's called Smite. Never heard of it. 
it's like a it's it's almost like a it's like a game where there's like a big arena and like all these different gods from different um, pantheons like uh hindu greek um i think celtic norse and egyptian and they all you just choose different gods and you go you go you they throw them in an arena and they just fight so ever since then i've just been researching like different gods and stuff so yeah they have chinese they have chinese gods as well too so a lot of a lot of those those gods that you're probably going to learn about i probably already know um but it's, it's it's interesting hearing like different stories and different different aspects and how like they mirror each other and stuff yeah like even, even when i was watching um, like when i was watching naruto this guy this guy kishimoto dips into in, into japanese mythology so much so much i was like i so didn't even know i didn't know Susano was a god yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't know that i didn't know that shit either yeah you know what i mean i didn't know like the nine-tailed fox was like a myth a mythological creature yeah like, like their, their culture so it's it's cool to like learn that stuff and you also draw inspiration as well too all right but um that's what's up man it's, it's been nice having you we gonna um Absolutely. i'm gonna definitely i'm gonna definitely get you back in here like very soon like i i got a feeling some more news is about to come out but oh, about what manga oh no nah, just in general like with all the shit going on i I, yeah. I got a feeling something something big about to pop off in like the anime world again soon, so. oh yeah for sure for sure Absolutely. But, Especially now that they, they tapped into Netflix, it's a wrap now. Oh yeah, them niggas got one piece episodes. They had, they had no choice. They had no them, choice. Was, them uh, niggas postponed the Dragon Ball movie now. They don't fucking hack toy uh toy animation shit. I'm like, now nah, now nah, we America ain't gonna probably get the movie to fucking June now, some shit. Yeah, probably. I think I think we were they were complaining it was something to do with the animation, right? It, some some hacker, only thing I know is that they they hacked into Toei Animation's database and one oh. piece is on hiatus now in the Dragon Ball movie that's supposed to come out next month. Has been postponed because he's stupid ass. I'm like, what are you hacking in the shit for anyway, nigga? To leak it, I guess. I don't know. Stupid. Niggas gotta get their ass beat. They need to find these niggas and put these niggas in. Put I ain't gonna say put these niggas in the coffin. That, that's too drastic, but they need to beat niggas up in the back of alleys for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to beat niggas up for that. Like, stop messing with people's shit, man. Like, yeah, hack, hack hack the right niggas, not the wrong niggas. Mm-mm. Like, I agree. But I'm gonna holler at you though, man. I um I appreciate you coming sure. through once again. Yeah, man. Like, well, thanks for having me. Anytime, set me up. You know where to find me. I got you. Guys, appreciate y'all listening to this episode. Please leave a review on um, Apple Podcasts and, you know, Spotify, where y'all find us at, you know. Appreciate all y'all for listening. We're uh, we're definitely getting bigger. Um, Got all y'all to thank. All y'all to thank. But until next time, peace, love, and hand grease. <laughs>